Good morning, my friends, and welcome to yet another incredible installment of Morning Reload. From high above all other pedantic and insipid forms of Wyoming mainstream media, this is Cowboy State Politics. I, of course, am your illustrious host, David Iverson, firmly ensconced behind the silver Cowboy State Politics microphone and broadcasting to you from the depths of the Middle Swamp in Wyoming's capital of Cheyenne. Cowboy State Politics is the most listened to conservative program in the state of Wyoming. It's absolutely true, my friends. From the base of the Bighorns to Devil's Tower down to the Tetons, from the gates of Yellowstone National Park all the way to the middle swamp of Wyoming's capital of Cheyenne, you really have made this program Wyoming's conservative voice. And that's definitely the reason that many Wyoming politicians want to avoid this program at all costs. It's not because I've ever treated anyone unfairly on this program. It's because they don't want to answer the hard questions. And that's why, part of the reason why, they're redcoats. Democrats that can't spell progressives, some of them are out-and-out socialists. In any case, that's why cowboy state politics exists to expose them, and to educate you about who they are. A quick program note before we get going with this morning's broadcast. As you may or may not be aware, occasionally I put pen to paper about some pressing issue that's happening in our state. Occasionally, these pieces appear as opinion articles for the Wyoming News Chronicle. But I thought you would like to read some of them, so I've added an articles section to CowboyStatePolitics.com. Right now, there's a piece up there about House Bill 28, the one we discussed on Weekend Update. It's an interesting read, and in my not-so-humble, yet more often than not, absolutely correct opinion, it's far superior to anything you're going to read in the mainstream Wyoming press. So once or twice a week, I'll pen an article for you to peruse in the absolutely unfair times that you can't listen to the program. So make sure you go look at it. It's on the Articles tab at CowboyStatePolitics.com. This morning's broadcast is brought to you by 307 Cowboy Country and Fabrication. They are Central and Southeastern Wyoming's full line of Montana shed dealers. So if you need a backyard shed to put all of your summertime lawn equipment in or maybe a greenhouse or a garage, give my friends Bryce and Melody Reese a call. Their phone number is 307-441-1815. Montana Shed Center, Buildings for Life. In case you hadn't noticed, it's winter in Wyoming. And the one thing I hate more, almost more than anything, is when my ears get cold. One website that you should check out to prevent that very unfair thing from happening is NewTrendHats.com. They have a wide variety of hats for both men and women. They're the folks that make those cool hats with the ponytail hole in the back of them for all of the ladies out there. It's a Wyoming-based company over in Kemmerer. So go check out NewTrendHats.com and find something to keep those ears of yours nice and toasty warm. That's New Trend Hats. It's Monday. And the number one thing on the schedule at the Wyoming legislature are the rules. Yes, my friends, we're still debating those. You see, we have the Redcoats on the run. They've put off all of their dumb changes to the Manual of Legislative Procedures for about a week or two. You know, because we just haven't had enough time to examine all of the things that they're trying to do to conservatives. 
But today, the legislature has to pass the rules. Now, the rules are different than the Manual of Legislative Procedure. The legislature must pass the House, Senate, and Joint Rules by the fifth day that the legislature convenes. And that, my friends, is today. There's only a couple of things that are up for debate concerning the rules. The main one is this stupid loophole that apparently nobody knew about but has always existed that allows the Redcoats to override the majority floor leader with a majority vote. In other words, it allows them to change the rules in the middle of the game. Though it sounds counterintuitive, in parliamentary procedure, there is a motion to suspend the rules. Typically, this is done in extreme cases. Something comes up and it's just a weird situation and it doesn't jive with all of the rules that the body has accepted to work under. And it's usually to do something simple that most people would agree upon. But in this case, the Redcoats would use it to override the majority floor leader's decisions in the order of bills that he puts out. Now, they know that the majority floor leader is conservative Representative Chip Nyman from Crook County. Now, if they were a betting bunch, they would assume that Representative Chip Nyman is not going to put a bill that has previously been discussed, you know, like uh, Medicaid expansion that we've talked about eight times in the previous two years, very high up on the priority list. So this little maneuver would allow them to move that bill all the way up to the top of the agenda, and they could do it with a majority vote. You know, mob rule. Without this little motion, it would take a two-thirds majority to make that happen. Now, as I said, this thing has been in the rules all along, but nobody knew about it, and they've acted as though it didn't exist. Now, one of the things that's absolutely important in any legislative body is customs and precedents. So they've been acting under the assumption that this rule didn't exist, and they forced the conservatives last session to operate without it. So if the conservatives wanted to pull a bill out of then-majority floor leader Albert Somers's drawer, it would take two-thirds. So there's a couple of options that have been put on the table. The first one is to keep everything as the rules are right now, to include this little legislative maneuver that I just explained for you, or to change it back to what everybody thought it was last session. To put it simply, the rules would be exactly the same as they were last year. Do you remember the Fairness in Women's Sports Act? What happened there is Majority Floor Leader Albert Somers didn't want that bill to come to the floor, so he put it way down on the priority list. Well, conservatives wanted to talk about it, so they used a motion to suspend the rules to try to pull it out of Albert Somers' drawer and debate the thing, and that required a two-thirds vote and they didn't get it. So the Fairness in Women's Sports Act didn't even get to be heard on the floor of the Wyoming House of Representatives. But those were the rules that the legislature, at least the House, was operating under. And so today, they will debate whether or not to keep those rules the same as they were last session. There's one more caveat to the deal that's on the table. Right now, it only takes a majority vote to remove something from Albert Somers' Speaker of the House, Albert Somers' desk, only takes a majority vote. So in the deal that's on the table, it would move that to a required two-thirds vote. So it would take two-thirds to override the decision of the majority floor leader, Chip Nyman, and it would also take two-thirds to override the decision of Speaker of the House, Albert Somers. 
a power-sharing arrangement, if you will. So that's first on the agenda for the House of Representatives this morning. But there's also another curious thing that's developing in the Wyoming state legislature, on the House side anyway. Very few bills have been debated at this point during the session. Now, normally, they would have already been through 20 or 30 bills. This is, after all, day number five. And remember, this part of the session is only 40 days long. So they have to move pretty quickly if they're going to get through all of the bills that have been proposed. Allow me to do a little math for you. In the general session, the one that we're in right now, there's usually between 600 and 700 bills that are proposed. Now, not all of them will be discussed. They have to get through committee and they have to get through the majority floor leader. So there's a bunch of them that are just not going to see the light of day. So let's just kind of split the middle and say that there are 650 bills that will eventually be proposed during this legislative session. And for the sake of argument, let's just write off a third of them. Say the third of these bills are not even going to be discussed. That leaves 429 bills to be decided by the Wyoming House of Representatives. So 429 divided by 40 days minus two for pomp and circumstance means that 11.3 bills have to be decided every single day of the legislature for them to be done on schedule. This is the fifth day of the legislature, and depending on how you count it, they've only talked and decided about seven of them. There are only two of them that are on the agenda for today. Two. At this rate, They'll have only decided on less than a quarter of the bills proposed for this legislative session. Now, of course, they all have to get through committee, and they all have to go through the majority floor leader, and they all have to be read three times. But like I said, they have to decide on over 11 of them every single day to be done on schedule, or to, at the very least, have discussed all of the bills that are proposed minus a third of them. If that wasn't curious enough, on the very first day of the legislature, well, the first day after all of the pomp and circumstance and after everybody was sworn in, Speaker of the House Albert Somers read in, that is, introduced 21 bills. And every subsequent day afterwards, he's read in another 10 or so bills. So the bottleneck is not with Speaker of the House Albert Somers. It's with the committee chairman. Now remember, Every single committee chairman is a redcoat. And so, this is yet another redcoat tactic to prevent conservatives from getting their legislation heard on the floor of the House of Representatives. You see, they can't control what Majority Floor Leader Chip Nyman is going to do. But the Majority Floor Leader can't do anything if the bills haven't left committee. If you're not in control of the entire process, like the Redcoats were last session and the session before that and the session before that, you have to overtick the plumbing to get what you want. Throw a monkey wrench into it. Gum up the works. Sabotage. Fascinating, eh? And now you know about it. Redcoats doing what they always do. Well, that'll do it for this installment of Morning Reload. Have a good week, and we'll talk again on Wednesday. Again, don't forget about the articles page on the website, CowboyStatePolitics.com. And don't forget about the Thursday live program that begins every Thursday at 10 a.m. But for now, from the depths of the Middle Swamp 
in Wyoming's capital of Cheyenne. I'm David Iverson, and this is the one and only Cowboy State Politics. <laughs> <laughs>